Hey, everybody, and welcome to our second episode of Four Guys Saying a Bunch of Shit. It's us, the guys, Toby, Tyrone, Khalil, and Matt, and here we are today. It's a wonderful Wednesday, June 24th, 2020, and uh, we're going to get things started here. We're going to kind of go in the reverse order of last um, week, so um, just so everybody knows, Tyrone is doing the trivia this week and setting up the charity, so we'll get to that towards the end of the show. So since I'm starting off sports, um, it just so happens that I've got some tennis on in the background, and this is what I can't figure out. I can't wrap my brain around this. Why the hell is it so easy for them to get out and play tennis right now? They're playing tennis. Literally right now, they're playing tennis in Charleston, um, and they're playing like doubles. And they've got all these weird tournaments going on across the world, and they're literally playing. Now, granted, there are no fans in the stands. There's one line judge. But listen to how they're doing this. They're like – they changed the format to play shorter matches. Um, they've got a ball boy who's got a mask and gloves and a tube that collects the balls. And they're out here making it effortless. And the coolest thing about it is even after the matches where somebody gets dominated, they're like laughing and smiling and talking. Okay, so here's the big question. Why the hell is it so difficult for the other sports to get going? What, what is so complicated about let's agree on this and get out there? Go. <laughs> well, I think I think, I think the big go. one is, is tennis is non-contact. Okay, so like, Matt makes a good point. He's saying tennis is no contact. Now that's true. I mean, granted, like you said, the, the other sports there's more <laughs> people, so the volume of people increases the risk. But what well, is well, it? baseball? They still touch each other. Football, they tackle. The they, baseball, uh, basketball, they have to block. Not touching, not sweating. Yep. Right. Didn't baseball? Then they already agreed to a sixty-game season. They did, and and I actually they did, and I actually posted that in our um, Facebook page. Just the shameless plug for the Facebook page. It is called Four Guys Saying a Bunch of Quote Unquote Stuff because you can't swear <laughs> on Facebook, even with the bleeps. I tried, and it wouldn't let me get the, the, the naming page. But um, I post, I did post that article about how a lot of the pundits are talking about. You might see a guy hit 400 this season. You could see a team win 30 games and go to the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to play a 60-game season, but why does it take – why is it so complicated? But tennis is out here making it look like this was the easiest thing in the world to do, other than the, other than the, the distancing or the, the amount of people. Is there anything Well, else? it is kind of easy, Toby, because you, you look at NASCAR. It's been going for a while now, and, you know, it's, it's non-contact. So uh-huh. I, I really feel like the non-contest sports like tennis, like NASCAR, yeah. uh, can come back that very works. easily. I think baseball is a sport that should have been back already because yeah. technically, other than the you know your base runner and your, your catcher, it's really non-contact. Uh, so um, that's really the reason why. The closer we get to it, the more I'm starting to feel like football may not happen, mainly because it's just it's way too physical of a sport in this you know the disease is really really hard to contain so um and those people are breathing on each other left and right yeah, I mean, football is the worst one yeah football i mean ty's right football is probably the worst and and <laughs> the, the problem i think the touched, yeah i think we touched on it a little last week in saying that football is the one that's like come hell or high water they're going to play yeah it's also going to be the risk. It's going to be so risky. I mean, they're going to do all the face masks. In fact, somebody was saying in an article, and I'll find this too and post it on our page. It's amazing that they came up with this three hundred dollar 
face shield that they're going to buy for the NFL, the NFL teams are going to buy. So why is it that the NFL players get it, but the hospital workers don't? Yeah, it's a good point. That's true. Like, why are we, it really shows us where our priorities are in this country yeah. that we're sitting here letting the uh, pro athletes get face masks. And yet we're not giving it to the hospital workers or the people who need it most. Right. And that's just my gripe with that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you, Ty, about football being um, the most difficult to get back. But they're going to try come hell or high water. What else, guys? What else can you think of in terms of other sports? Well, just, just really quick, just jumping on what you just said about you know the fact that uh, the fact that uh, this country rewards, um, I guess, athletes more than they reward the people who are actually out there making sure that we, you know, we're safe, your officers, your nurses, your doctors, heck, your, your garbage men, if you think about that, because they're really out there, they're, you know, picking up your garbage, they're really risking their lives every day for something that you think is kind of, you know, mundane, huh? Big word. Uh, right, mundane, right. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's really important for our society to, you know, survive. Well, think about this. The fact that um, that baseball has now announced that they're going to give every single player a test every other day when there's tons of people that cannot get a damn test. Yeah. No, that again, it's like like you guys are all – we're all hitting on the same thing, which is priorities are really just <laughs> wrapped up when it comes to the, the sports world. It's very – it's just – no. I, and, again, I'm just going to leave with that because that's – no, I, I'm just annoyed. I'm just watching how easy tennis is making it right now, and I'm just thinking, yeah, it's non-contact, and you're right, Matt, and you make very good points about it, but I don't know. It's it's just annoying that it's so hard to come to a consensus, and there's a lot of back and forth with a lot of the management and the unions and stuff in sports, but yeah. What I think is what oh, we sorry, should take sorry. from this um, – really quick, what I think we should take from this is how much tennis and NASCAR aren't real sports. So um, <laughs> oh, I think man. we should, if anything, COVID has taught us is what a real sport is. And NASCAR and tennis is you not. Bastard. You I mean, bastard. tennis is the sports of orgasm sounds. That's all that is. <laughs> you bastards, all of you. Yeah. <laughs> so did anyone catch the sporting event? in Tulsa, Oklahoma this past Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) We know there was, you know, if you watch... Nice segue. (laughs) Yeah. If you watch the news or pay attention to social media, there has been some fallout. And um, one uh, bit of, um, I guess, reaction to the Trump rally in Tulsa this past Saturday that hasn't been reported on widely in the media is that the family of the late great Tom Petty sent Mm. a cease and desist letter to the Trump campaign saying you are not going to use I won't back down Mm -hmm. for your campaign rallies anymore. Uh, So they uh, made their statement through Tom Petty's Instagram And uh, basically, the statement from Tom Petty's family said, both the late Tom Petty and his family firmly stand against racism and discrimination of any kind. Tom Petty would never want a song of his used for a campaign of hate. He liked to bring people together. Now, 
politicians do have the legal right to use any song they want to in their campaigns and their rallies as long as they pay the rights to use the song. But also the artist has the legal right to not have their song used in that manner. Like for instance, I wonder if Joe Biden used Cat Scratch Fever with Ted Nugent, you know, Nugent. <laughs> season desist. So what do you, you guys have an opinion on, you know, whether or not um, artists should, um, you know, not take a stand, but object to uh, a politician whose policies they don't agree with using one of their songs? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll, I'll just say real quick. I mean, I'm not well versed with this stuff and Ty and Matt probably know a little bit more, but I would just say I think it shows a lot of guts and principles to say you can't use my song for your rally considering that tom petty probably gets royalties for that am i correct yes he does so that's yeah. good in, in my opinion that's good that's good that you're standing up for the rights of this country and, and, and i mean just the rights in general and saying there is a bigger thing out here than me getting money the these the black lives matter movement and just racism in general this is uh, you know, my royalties for my song is a pittance compares in comparison to what's going on in the world. That's the only angle I've got. Well, I honestly think the biggest things they absolutely should be able to, especially given the fact that, you know, the gigantic man baby we got up there is one of the most polarizing people ever. <laughs> and everything that he's driving and, and stoking is exactly what's wrong. So I think that's a great thing that they're standing up and saying that because I honestly don't remember ever seeing any other rally or politician with artists reaching out being like, don't play my stuff, regardless of what party they were before until now. Maybe one or two things here and there, but this is just unprecedented. But I think power to them, like shut him down. Cover with W. Bush, or I think when he, um, during his, um, when he was running for his second term, Barracuda was played, and that's Hart song. And by the Wilson by Hart, yes. And the Wilson sisters sent his campaign a cease and desist uh, for that. So uh, every campaign season, it seems to um, you know uh, rear its head at least once or twice. And also, there's actually a growing list of artists who have now sent cease and desist letters to the Trump campaign. Neil yeah, Young. I'm, I'm sorry. Go, go no, ahead. No, no. Neil Young, Adele, Guns N' Roses, Pharrell, Earth, Wind & Fire, Queen, R.E.M., I'm sorry, R.E.M.'s Michael Stipe, <laughs> The Stones, Rihanna, and Steven Tyler have all sent the Trump campaign seats. Yeah, so, so, Khalil, what I'm hearing is, like, at his next rally, he'll be playing, ready, are you ready for some football? Or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some um, Ted Nugent or some nonsense. He's running out of musicians, is all I'm hearing. Or he'll, or he'll play the greatest hits from MTV's Rock and Jock 1995. <laughs> no, nah, he's got the Beach Boys and Three Doors Down. He yeah. uses them all the time. <laughs> oh, it's funny because That's also funny. from this from this past weekend, uh, the leader of Panic at the Disco also. Um, yeah. I don't know if he sent Trump a cease and desist, but yeah, but yeah, that's um, the hat with music and politics. I love it. So Matt, what's going well, on? You know, just kind of watching now that obviously AMC is planning on reopening and they backtracked on the fact that they first were like masks aren't required. And, and then they decided to be like, oh, no, we're going to make people wear masks. But 
I think it's going to be interesting to see, number one, what movies they have left that are going to show. Number two, who actually goes. And number three, if this really does tank the big Hollywood blockbuster movie industry, because I don't see anyone really kind of pushing stuff out unless things drastically change or God forbid people are going to say, hey, I went and saw a two-hour movie. There's 50 of us in there. 35 of us got sick. So it kind of leads into my next point of where, honestly, I was thinking about this since the last one. I'm okay even more than ever now if the movie industry kind of all major has a major shift because I was kind of going back through thinking of all the amazing TV shows I've watched. And honestly, watching a 12-hour movie in the form of a TV show I'll take any day now over half of this recycled shit we've got now. I mean, if you think about the show on Amazon Prime Hunters, if you think about most of HBO's catalog, if you think about a lot of these hour-long shows, Toby, that you know are kind of out there, it's just that the, the character building and the production value is rivaling most Hollywood movies. So honestly, if, if most of these actors are out of work for big Hollywood films, I'd be okay to see what they can really do with TV. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts? Well, my first thought is you're going to be the first motherfucker <laughs> to go see Top, Top Gun Maverick. Not in the theater, I want. Have you seen the preview? In all honesty, have you seen the preview? It's literally Top Gun Recycle. It's him on a motorcycle and a bunch of fighting. Get the fuck out of here. No, 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 I just if you should okay, go with the works, first of all. So Tom movie. Gunn, I would probably see that at home. But uh <laughs> but it's funny, it's funny, Matt. I'm not sure if you notice <laughs> movies have kind of become more and more like sports. Like they're they're they try to get us to come back to the theater. They're kind of doing these super super uh, movies, in other words, like the Flash movie. I don't know if you guys heard Michael Keaton's yeah. in talk to come back mm-hmm. as Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh for for uh, the Flash movie, which to me is oh, like God. it's like heaven. I can't wait to watch that on my couch at home. Uh, but I will not be seeing it in a theater. <laughs> not stepping foot. I don't trust any of you people. No. You know. You know what? You know what Batman's. Uh... Yeah. So I mean, it's just, it's just no way in the world the Batarang is going to be a walker <laughs> and a cane. Yeah. There's just. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. All right, so yeah, yeah. I, it just is no way in the world I'm gonna step my foot back into a theater again because I just it's it's way too risky. His Batmobile, his Batmobile, <laughs> pretty much. His Batmobile is a golf cart. Um, one of the two. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I, I honestly think the only movie I'm gonna be sad not seeing in the theaters this year is Tenet. The only one because Christopher yeah, Nolan's films. Yeah. Are incredible oh, on I knew it. You know, I, large format. I knew and, it. Well, it's true. Th- those movies I'd pay for. I knew he was the other ones I honestly have gotten used to watching at home. I'm fine with it. And TV's better, anyways. We can revisit this. We can revisit this topic another day. But I'm about to make a very unpopular opinion, almost as unpopular Ooh, as I don't I, like I don't David Bowie, which Tyrone killed me for. Now get out. Right? And, and, <laughs> and this and this ends our second podcast. Good night, everyone. Uh, yeah, get out. No, I'm about to make a very unpopular opinion. What? Dude, Christopher Nolan's movies are oh. fucking overrated. 
fuck out of here. There's a couple of well, good one ones. The sellout ass Mark Dark Knight his, his, Rises his. ending. What a but you already have an aversion to superhero and, movies, and, so yeah, there's a bias. Yeah, yeah. The Dark Knight. Bye, Toby. Yeah, but there's but then there's other ones like The Prestige was okay, and then there was um, mm -hmm. Inception. Objective man. Uh, I'm just going to ask you a question, Toby, about movies. But after that statement, I'm not it sure is. if you know much about it. <laughs> and I, I'm going to ask anyway, instead of you know losing some of my time. You know how how are the how are the Oscars going to work this year? Because you know majority of the movies are streaming right now. I mean, we have some people who are testing out. Still putting their movies in theaters, but I mean, uh, when Oscar time comes around, I really feel like the majority of your movies are going to be Netflix movies. They get nominated. Uh, I mean, if that's the case, I really feel like you know that's the true. theater experience, the theater movie, it's going to be kind of over. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember, Matt said that last week, and that's a good point. Is that. It's, it's already starting Eddie to look Sandberg that way. He's and... now being a front runner for yeah, potentially just... an Oscar thing, even though I've never said that about him ever. <laughs> I actually watched an exclusive, um, like, the, honestly, I got to watch it early. It's pretty amazing. And it's not what you expect at all. <laughs> oh, dear. So, God. all right. <sighs> oh, hush up. So, when did Michael Bay sign funny. on to direct? No, go ahead. I, I go recently ahead. heard. I'm, I'm right, still taking away from my own time, but I recently heard a rumor <laughs> about Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, Michael Bay uh, um, sexually harassing. Um, what's your name? Uh, Megan Fox. Oh, Megan Fox. Me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she was 15 years old. He took it. He took her to a bar for like oh. some meeting. He was going to the bar area, and she, I guess, joked about getting a drink, and he was like. Why don't you just pour some water in yourself? Kind of a never mind. Story's better when you read it. Try that. He's always been a creepy ass motherfucker, though. Yeah. Don't take my snobs. I'll post so it anyway, to the Facebook uh, page. Uh, I'll television. Find it I'm still there. in the same right. spot. I, I'm, I'm a uh, kind of compulsive kind of person. So I like listening and watching things over and over, or at least to completion. So I'm still doing Riverdale and how to get away with murder. <laughs> But I will admit, this this week, uh, uh, I've been getting very upset with the episodes I've seen of Riverdale. It's like they're doing this musical thing where they pick an actual musical and then they wrap their episode around. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, 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 I You know, I, I'm, I'm not a perfect man. I'm a, I guess I'm a good husband. I'm a good provider. And I feel like I deserve better than what I'm getting right now. <laughs> But I can't stop because I have to finish these things. But it, it's it started as a great show. It has now turned into like the dumbest thing I've ever watched in my life. They, they're selling drugs like Giggle Gaggle and like oh, Fizzy Pop and some sh just nonsense. And I'm like, what, what is this? My own sons won't watch it. And here I am in the living room taking up space watching Riverdale. Anywho. Uh, the CW. I'm using this show as like my therapy time. Like, you know, things are not going well because I'm watching just really bad television right now. But um, I will say that I am excited about the fact that uh, we talked about this last week. Cobra Kai is coming to Netflix. Thank God, because there was no the way I was going to spend $12 on like YouTube. That. It was never going to happen. <laughs> YouTube Red. Yeah. YouTube Red. No, no. That's why I have Plex. We were talking about Plex 
last week. Plex is completely yep. free. I should just share. Oh, no, no, no. But yeah, the, uh, we're getting the first two uh, yeah, seasons of um, Cobra Kai on Netflix coming very soon, and then season three will be following that. So I'm extremely excited. I've actually seen the first two episodes of Cobra Kai. Great show, from what I saw. I'm not sure past that if it was any good, because like I said, I was never going to pay that money. But uh, I'm I'm always been a, a huge fan of Ralph Macchio, uh, and even though he doesn't get a lot of quality roles, I feel like the things he does take are, are pretty daggone good. Like my cousin Vinny or uh, The Outsiders or any or movies like that. So uh, I'm excited to see the show, to see how it goes, to binge it and uh, discuss it with you guys when it comes. But uh, other than that, man, there's really nothing happening in TV. It feels like it's all movies right now and music uh, where, the, where the stories are happening, sports, as you can tell, we're talking about tennis. So nothing's happening really in sports. <laughs> Last week it was Korean baseball. Yeah, this week tennis. Brutal. <laughs> it was. It was Korean baseball. Did you week. say so? And it was it was magical. Ty, did you see that HBO is going to um, do an adaptation of the game The Last of Us with the with the Chernobyl creator and director? No, I did not. It's gonna be amazing. All right, but yeah, I um I recently got rid of my HBO, but I um I'm gonna do the app HBO Max real soon and try to catch up on a lot of things. So uh, I'm ex- I, like I said, TV's dying right now. I feel like because of COVID, meaning because people can't come and do their jobs. You know, the shows are being shut down. So I feel like right now, because Netflix has so many other countries and so many other things. They're, they're getting ready to blow everyone out of the water. So uh, so this week, gentlemen, uh, we are uh, doing our trivia with me. Uh, it will be properly done with questions you can ask the answer. Uh, for each one, you get correct in 60, 60 seconds. And Toby's going to time us. Um, I'm going to donate $3 towards uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, as you guys know, uh, our country is going through a lot right now. Um, I really feel like innocent men, black men, innocent black women uh, are being targeted and uh, being abused uh, for the sake of uh, power, I feel like. So I feel like uh, Black Lives Matter is really doing their best to get that word out there uh, in a positive way. Even though there's been riots, I don't really feel like it's that community who's doing it. So uh, I'm excited to support them and send them some money. And hopefully you guys get this right, because if you don't, uh, then... I think we should end the show. Uh, forever. We just should not do this anymore. Yeah. All right. So, forever. Are we ready, gentlemen? Yes. We should never do yep. that. Yeah, I'll tell you when to I'll tell you when to start and I'm keeping track, okay? Is it Todd, hold on. Is this the same rule? Yeah, any you of you can guess? Question? Any of us can guess? Okay. And then pass yeah. if we just don't know what to say pass and we just go on to the next one. Okay. All right. Ready? Which comedy actor is famous for his part in the film Alfie? Go. Which film starring Anthony Hawkins uh, won the 1991 Academy Award for Best Picture? Which group of Jim Henson puppets first appeared on the American television as a group? The Muppets. Yes. Uh, Messing up. Uh, Which Bob King strip comic characters has the secret identity of million playboy Bruce Wayne. Batman. Which American pioneer of modern dance died Batman. when he, his sewn scarf uh, caught in the wheel of a car? No. Pass. 
right. Bob Swift Lakeside Resort has Fossett. an annual television festival whose top award is the Golden Rose. The fuck? Pass. Pass? <laughs> Which? Who wrote the Tell lyrics to uh, Leonard Bernstein's musical West Side Story? Wrong. Roger Hammerstein. Yes. Stephen Sondheim. Um, who's booked the? Time's up. Time's up. Time's up. You guys got six. Oh, yeah, six. Oh, that's $18. $18. I'm doubling it. So that is, Toby, what is the math? 36? 36. All right. Good. Better than last week. Cool. All right. So, yes, yeah, we're donating $36 to Black Lives Matter and in and, and our name. So I appreciate it, guys. I made the questions as easy as possible, uh, the way it should be done, Toby, which you were whopping $4 last week. Um, I paid up 30. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I'll be donating in our names tonight, gentlemen. Okay, nice. well, thank you very much, Ty. Thank you guys for a great show. It was a lot of fun, as usual. We're starting to hit our stride a little bit more. And uh, we want to thank everybody who was able to tune in. Remember, catch us. We're on Spotify. Uh, Tyrone, I believe we're on Google. What is it? Hangouts? Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. So thank you guys for a great show, and we'll see you guys next week. Later. See ya.